Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Morning team. Welcome into Mornings with Ian Smith. And you're about to get Mornings with Ian Smith. Uh, in about 57 minutes. The Doyen alongside uh, Jerry Coney. Braces, McCarty, Bartlett, Garth Galloway will take over from Seddon Park, which is a beautiful cricket venue there in Hamilton. One of the best things about Hamilton, undoubtedly, Seddon Park, um, to take us through the second test against the Proteas, who will be looking to fight back after that, well, loss within inside four days Bay Oval only last week. So, live test cricket here on SENZ, getting underway from 11, ball-by-ball commentary, but the commentary team will take over from 10. So, just a, a torch passing, a baton passing, a bit of a relay from me this morning. But we do have time for you on 0800 150 You're not getting off the hook that easy. I want to talk to you this morning about the Black Caps about which 11 you would like to see. There's some suspicion, listening to Tim Southey, that Willow Rourke, war as they call him, is going to get a run. Are you happy with that? Will Young, is it time for the Wills, Willow Rourke and Will Young, to get a run? Willow, uh, will Will Young come straight in for Daryl Mitchell? Will he bat there um, in the top order, well, mid middle order, really, um, in four or five. I assume they'll keep keep Rajan Ravindra in four at the four position where he's been playing so well. Well, he started with a bang, didn't he? So, 0800-150-811. That's what I would love to talk to you about at about 9.30. We could talk Patrick Mahomes as well, can't we? Because, well, the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Again, I know some of you are a bit tired with the American sports theme, so we, we won't do too much of it. But the real, reality is he is inevitable. He is one of those athletes that is inevitable. There's not many of them. You know they're coming, they're chasing you down, and they get you. Patrick Mahomes, incredible. And yesterday we ran a sweepstake, didn't we? We, we wanted people to tip us the winner, the score, and the MVP. Well, no one got it exactly, but I can tell you Kyle and Maury got it pretty close. 27-24, and they were our first tips, weren't they? 27-24, Chiefs, Mahomes. So, Kyle and Mori, I think with Burger Fuel, we'll be hooking you up uh, at some point. Maybe we'll be able to expand the uh, winnings as well when we know exactly how many Burger Fuel vouchers we managed to crowbar out of them yesterday. But thanks to Burger Fuel for helping us with our Super Bowl coverage yesterday. Jared Waitley, what a genius he is. He can call anything. Uh, it was quite magnificent. So, I want to talk to you about cricket. I want to talk to you about American football, if you want and anything else, 0800 The lines are open. Um, Calvin Kittum, this is terribly sad. This is terribly sad. A- an absolute freak, freakish athlete, Calvin Kittum, who was going to do very, very special things in his career. Uh, he was going to go on to probably be the first person to run a sub to our marathon in a race, in an open race. And he's dead, along with his coach, after a really, really tragic accident um, car crash. Really, really sad. So Calvin Kipton, 
Anyone want to talk about what his, I guess, impact on athletics was? Really, really sad. So uh, I'm I'm gutted about that. As it was a bit of a shock yesterday watching the Super Bowl and that news came through. I mean, he was a, a real a freakish athlete, wasn't he? So that that's terrible. And and so young, he actually only started taking. He only took up marathon running. Um, I think a, a year into when he set that record, which was two hours, one minute. Ah, uh, sorry, two hours thirty five seconds. Two hours thirty five seconds. He set the record for fastest debut marathon. Get this, two hours, one minute, 25 seconds. First time we ran a marathon. That is, it's really, really sad. So I gutted, gutted about that news. Uh, if you want to talk athletics, marathon running, you can do that. 0800-150-811. I want to talk a little bit of golf as well. It looks like Nico Hearn's phone's off, so um, that's fine. It's nice and early over in Australia. It it's, it's just is what it is. Sometimes we try to get these, these blokes out, and it is a little bit early over there. So it's all right, Brian. You don't have to keep <laughs> dialing it. Um, I want to talk golf with Nick O'Hearn because he's been commentating on the Australian PGA as Kazuma Kabori has won three times this year already. Three times Kazuma Kabori has won on the Australian PGA or well, the Web Series, the WebJet Series that they are running uh, WebEx Player Series, not WebJet. WebEx Player Series that they've been running over there. He won in Sydney, uh, the latest at the the latest event at Castle Hill Country Club. The WebEx Player Series Sydney, hosted by Braith and Aster. Well, there you go. Uh, and Kazuma Kabori, as he's been winning, has been chalking up good prize money forty five thousand Australian for his latest event. It, it kind of raises the question for me. I mean, is Kazuma Kabori? As good, if not a better chance, as Steve Elka to win our New Zealand Open. He comes down here. He's played there. He was in contention last year for a lot of it, if I remember correctly. And he's an absolute talent on the up. He's got all of the upside in the world, does Kazuma Kabori. And he keeps winning over and over and over. So we'll, um, we'll see if, if he can kind of keep that form coming and, and replicate it moving forward. What? Else, I would love to talk to you about is, uh, I guess, the the general gist of where the New Zealand cricket season is at, because the Black Caps have one more test against South Africa than we know that we take on Australia. So, with that in mind, who do you want performances out of? Is Devon Conway the one on the hot seat? Does he need runs? Is there any way that this eleven, the first eleven, would change when it comes to Australia? Can you imagine us playing Mitchell Santner? Would we go back to four seamers? Is that why Willow Rourke has been given his opportunity today, potentially? Do you think that against Australia it's worth playing a spinner if we know we're not going to play AJ's Patel and it's going to be Mitchell Santner? 0800-150-811. What we can do is we can take your calls now. We can open the phone lines. 0800-150-811. I'd love to hear from you. Let's some talk some cricket. Should we just run an hour's worth of talkback? We might miss, be missing Nico Hearn this morning, but that's all right. Should we just do an hour's worth of talkback? Kazuma Kabori, the sad news around Calvin Kitman, the Black Caps, what their 11 would look like today, what their 11 would look like against Australia, and Patrick Mahomes. He is inevitable. He always, always delivers. Who are those other athletes that have been like that during the years? You know, the obvious one is Michael Jordan. He never missed. 0800 150 I'd love to hear from you this morning. We can talk all of those things. Get me started. Who wants to be the first? Come on through. 
on the 13th of February, 2024. We've got cricket from 11 here on ECNZ. I, I did find it a little bit. I just opened stuff, as I do this morning, and uh, they've got an article. Black Caps versus South Africa, second test. All you need to know. Day, second test, Black Caps versus South Africa. Where? Seddon Park. Hamilton. When? Tuesday, Saturday, 11 a.m. daily. Co- coverage. Live on TVNZ Duke. Live updates on stuff. Well, interestingly enough stuff, you can actually listen to it live on ECNZ. So, uh, our friends down the road there, you might want to keep that in mind. And lots of people did tell us that they enjoyed our cricket coverage and were syncing it up to the TV. So, look, I'm not offended. I'm not at all. 0800 150 811. Let's do some talk back. Let's rock and roll. Let's start with Scott in Wellington and talk some cricket. Scott, morning to you, man. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Louie. How are you going? Yeah, chipper, chipper, because we've got Test Cricket again today, which is, um, we've been absolutely treated uh, because we, we thought that, you know, by February it's starting to cool down in Christchurch. Maybe the summer was just starting to wind up, but then I just keep reminding myself we're only a quarter of the way through the Test Cricket season. So. I know. How, how good is it? How good is it? And to know that Australia is still to come as well. Yeah, yeah, we're like, do you know what it is? It's like we're saving our um, our meat, you know, the, you know, when you go around to your nana's and it's like you have your roast and you just save that, that yep. like, great little pork chop or, you, you, you know, your little lamb chop till last. That's kind of what it feels yep. like. Uh, um, I just hope we're not slaughter off the lambs and we can we can compete. What what, what are you looking for in the 11 today, Scott? We're, we're definitely going to be gnawing on that pork chop at the end. Um I think, um, obviously, Will Young will just slot in um, to replace Daryl Mitchell, which is pretty straightforward. And um, I I think, I reckon they will keep Setner in the team, and I reckon they will give Jameson a rest just to keep him fresh for the Australian series. And obviously, just bring Will O'Rourke in there. I'd love to see um, Neil Wagner come in, but I don't see him playing against Australia, so I don't don't think they'll bring him in, unfortunately. So I think it'll just be a a swap with... um, Jameson just to give him a rest for this game and keep him fresh for Australia just after the uh, last sort of 18 months he's had. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Neil Wagner, so he had... And I was in Australia for that series when we went over there. And, like, he actually did... He, he had a, a great um, method of uh, um, bowling to Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne. He gave them trouble, not because of his express pace, but he was getting up into their armpit. I remember Matthew Wade standing there and just wearing it on his arm. And, and he, he was a, a real foil for them. But, you know, Wags, is, he's battled with injury. He's nearly 39. I, I kind of agree. I can't see him playing against Australia, which is, it just seems weird that we're going to have a test season without Neil Wagner, but that's kind of how it goes. It, it, you know, players kind of, they age, and, and sometimes we've got to move on. I, I, I agree, Scott. We're all kind of hoping, crossing our fingers, that Will O'Rourke could be that one, could be the guy to, to be the beginning of the new era. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's the thing. I mean, yeah, Southie's not going to be dropped, obviously, being captain. Matt Henry's just, you know, he is our spearhead bowler at the moment as well. And obviously, you know, Kyle Jamison as well. But I, that's where I just think he, he'll be rested. And um, it's unfortunate because nothing is more exciting than seeing uh, Wags screaming that he's got a wicket uh, running down. <laughs> I know, I know. He was... Um like last summer against England and then against Sri Lanka here, he was just a, he was amazing. Um, 
and his passion and zest for the game, and he'll want to be out there so bad. But I know he'll be preparing the boys well, and, and if there is an injury, and let's be honest, it's test cricket, we're dealing with fast bowlers here, there very well could be. He'll be waiting in the wing, Scott. And I agree around Kyle Jamieson. I could see a world in which they, they leave him out. It's kind of a, you know, you can have two opinions on this one. It's, it's like he needs to play cricket because we need him to be battle fit, but at the same time, he's, he's a pretty precious commodity because as a weapon against Australia... I think if we were to contend in this series, we probably need Cole Jamison somewhere near his best, well, at least on the field at the very least. Exactly. Yeah, no, fully. he needs to be at his best. Just, you know, he's a totally different bowler to, to anyone else we've got, obviously, with that height and, and the bounce that he does get. And, um, you know, if he can if he can get him, stay consistent, not pick up any injuries, he can only get better at the same time. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing him hopefully cause the Australians a bit of trouble. Yeah, Scott, love it. Always, impl- always appreciate chatting to you, mate. We'll talk again this week, no doubt. Scott and Wellington. I'll get to Cliff and Dunners in just a wee bit, talking some cricket and golf. But I want to talk to Leroy and Gizzy. Leroy, Patrick Mahomes, he's inevitable. He just comes. He's like, he's like a bad nightmare. You can't escape him. He's just hunting you down, taking metres off you, and eventually, bang, it's over. Yeah, that's what he did, didn't he, Louis? Um, I'm a 49er supporter anyway. Um, yeah, that young fella for the quarterback for the 49ers, he's going to be one hell of a player when he grows up. I think he's going to go a fair way in his life. But Mahomes, um, yeah, you know, he's another Tom Brady, really. He's a master it, at it. Yeah, like, it's it's interesting, Leroy, and um, I think, not, you know, American sports not free run, or American football's not free run, I should say, but, like, we can all relate. We all know this across all different sports. We know the sort of guy we're talking about. Like, yes, he's the MVP, and yes, we get g- good players, but then there's the different breed. There's the one, like, we, when he came out in that overtime, and actually to even get it to overtime in the fourth quarter, as a 49ers yeah. fan, you must have had this terrible feeling in your gut just looking at his face, seeing how calm he was. It's like he, he knew. He knew he was going to win the whole time. Yeah. Even though, even though my team lost, <laughs> because um, Stephen McIver, I had the um, show me the money, and oh, he picked no. uh, 49ers. He picked 49ers to lead at halftime, and the Kansas Chiefs to win at full time. So yeah, that that is one of the real quirks. And he won in overtime, so you didn't get the money, right? Yep, I think we got it. <laughs> I was just talking to Brian about it. Yeah. No. Because all they want. No. No. <laughs> Leroy, I, I hate to do this to you. I, I think it's halftime, full time, not halftime, overtime. Oh, I thought it was just the win, yeah. No, I hate to. Yeah, no, I hate to do that to you, mate. I, I think I think that it's and that would have been quite a good tonic for your um forty ers loss, but I, I hate to do that. I mean I, I could be wrong, but I'm almost certain I'm not. It's it's this is one of the quirks. If you're if you go to overtime the bet gets spoiled because it's kind of a new period of play and, and this is the thing, like you kind of knew once they got to overtime that it was over anyway. But I agree with you around uh, Brock Purdy. If we are looking for positives, if we want to be glass half full about it, Leroy. He, he, he definitely has a head on his shoulders, doesn't he, the young fella? Yeah, and he's only young, you know. So he's, he's going to go a long way in his um, career. He's going to be, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to hey, be Le- like, uh, yeah, once, once, once old Patrick Mahomes, you know, hangs up his boots, 
hopefully he learned quite a bit of him from yesterday's game because Patrick Mahomes, once they got the ball, he, he just got down there, you know, just a matter of time. They were back yeah. down on their side, you know, they are. Yeah, Leroy, they always say that the Super Bowl, like playing in the Super Bowl, is such an unbelievable like, and different experience because mm. you have all of the build-up, you have the extra long halftime, there's the, all the, the you know, flyovers, the long anthems, so it is a lot different. Did you, um, did you by any chance catch the halftime show? Are you an Usher man or a, or a Mariah? Nah, I'm I mean? not really. Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. I'm not a... You know, I don't like watching the whole game, but man, over five hours, oh, it was just, <laughs> keep the ball in play, keep the ball in play, you know, stop start, stop start, it was just so frustrating, I can't wait for the, the wild to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, I had a mate, Leroy, I had a mate send me a message this morning, $1.73, uh, the Warriors to make the eight, that's just a lock, isn't it, run it through all your multis? Yeah, yeah, exactly, this year, yep. That's me. Yeah, I struggle to see how they'd. I'd struggle to see how they'd take a significant step back from last year with a full preseason and Andrew Webster to to really kind of get under the hood, right? Yeah, no, nah, he's he's been wonders, you know, his second year. So, just can't wait for to see Kurt um, Capewell play. Um, yeah, but... with Mitch Barnett and you know, Murad and Nakora. Yeah, they're going to be yeah, going to be some good forwards before Adam leaves. Uh. Mm. It's just we. I tell you what, we all need to do. We need to all pray to the injury gods, collectively. Before we go to bed every night until the NRL season starts, and then <laughs> yeah. through the NRL season, we all need to be praying to the injury gods. Leroy, hey, thanks for the call, man. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the uh, halftime, full time, overtime debacle. No worries, thanks, Louis. Leroy and Gizzy. Uh, we'll get to we're going to get to Ed talking more Super Bowl in just a second, but I want to talk to my man Cliff because I know you who have thoughts on the cricket today from Seddon Park. I had somebody come through straight away, Cliff, and said, "quote quote marks One of the best things about Hamilton, ha 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 ha." But I'm serious, not because Hamilton's a, a bad place or anything. I don't know if you've ever been there, but Seddon Park is a beautiful cricket ground. You, you'd seen it on TV plenty. It is nice. It's a nice day here, morning, Louie. Uh, Sydney is a nice ground. Yeah, talking about the cricket, with with regards to Jameson, the guy needs to play. You know, okay. cotton wool doesn't... If you put a guy in cotton wool, he tends to play like a cotton wool player. He's, he's, <laughs> yep. Every time they talk about him, they say that he needs to get a wee bit quicker. Well, he ain't going to get a bit quicker if they keep, keep cotton wooling him because he'll just go out there and bowl as though it, it, next ball he's going to bowl, he might hurt his leg or do a wee side strain. So he's just going to play within himself. He is he is still dangerous bowling at 130 uh, with his height, but if he was a bit quicker, if he could crack up another 5 or 8 Ks, he's dangerous. You know, if he can work it underneath the, the, the guy's uh, shoulder, around the, around, the, around the neck area, on a good length, lifting. And that's where he's dangerous. But this idea of, oh, we might rest him again. He's only played, he's played very limited cricket lately. He's, I don't see him really playing in the 2020. So you're going to put him in cotton wool until the first test against Australia in about four weeks' time. It just, yeah, no, nah, that doesn't work for me. He's, he needs to get some get some running and some time on the field behind him. Wags, I don't see Wags playing in this team again. I just don't think there's room. We, if we're going to look at a guy like O'Rourke who needs to play, I don't see why Wags is still floating around. 
I mean, I think they're all pretty wise to his, his negative bowling style. You know, Steve Smith and them are not going to get carried away with uh, with trying to deal with him anymore, bowling at 125, 127, bowling short sort of stuff on the leg, stuff, leg side. But, you know, I watched this Kabori boy. I've watched him in the last three tournaments, and he is good. He's not long. But he plays within himself. He, he he knows how to play the par fives. He sets himself up at the at the right uh, yardage, so he knows what he's playing for his third shot into the green. And he makes enough birdies. And yeah, he he'll be dangerous in the New Zealand Open. And uh, I'd like to see him do well in that. Same with Elka. But um, yeah, look, big long courses could sort him out if he's going to go further. But he if he can win. Another one or two, he'll get that card and he'll get on the European tour. And that's, you know, that's with, over there with Daniel Hillier and, and the boy Jones now. Uh, yep. There's a golden opportunity for him. No, that's Cliff, Hello. Cliff, you're, a couple of couple of points on you, Cliff. A um, uh, couple, couple of points here. Jameson, I think, I think you're right. He has to play because... And not, but not because of speed. I don't want him trying to bend his back and 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 trying to absolutely hurdle it down if it's going to put him off kilter. I think the way he'd take wickets against Australia is he's got the natural height, so he's got the angle advantage. I think it's lengths, and I think it's movement. I think if he can move the ball a little, which he can do, and he actually was doing against South Africa, he's going to be a, such a handful anyway. I'm a little bit less concerned about him trying to get an extra six, seven kilometres. As long as he can be around that kind of early 130s, that's fine. But it's rhythm, and I think he has to play to keep rhythm, Cliff. So I agree with your point there. On Kabori, he took a gamble. He punted on himself because he didn't go to the Asian qualifying school. He wanted to do it through his home tours, which is on the Australian PGA, and he's it's paid off because he because he's won multiple times in a season. He got a boost in the official world golf rankings, which is putting him um, in a position now that, as you say, if he can win once or twice more in the next wee while, there's no doubt he's going to be playing on the DP World Tour next year. He might not be long, but he's a little wizard with his short sticks. Um, any sort of wedges and irons, he is he is very accurate. And the other thing about him is he is he's a feel-based player. I'm, actually, I'm really trying to track him down to have a chat with him this week, but last time we spoke to him, he said he doesn't hit a lot of balls, and he does a lot of it by feel. And I think he's just got that real talent aspect. He's got that. He's he's a he's a great ball striker, but he's a real field player as well as being smart. He understands the game of golf. And then the last point is he's confident. He's 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 not brash. He's not cocky, but he really really rates himself and he rates his ability, Cliff. And when you talk about knowing exactly what he wants to hit into a a hole and what number he wants, he just knows his game inside out. And he's got a caddy now on the bag full time. Uh, he's just going strength to strength. I'll just say it. I wouldn't be shocked if he won the New Zealand Open. I would not be shocked if it was him, not Steve Alka, that was the Kiwi to win it. Not at all. Uh, thanks, Cliff. Appreciate you. Cool. Let's go to Ed to talk Super Bowl. Ed, he's inevitable. Patrick Mahomes, he's coming for you at all times. Don't look over your shoulder because he'll be there. That was, that was so cool, that, that um, Super Bowl game. I was you know, watching that. And I was going, how can Detroit lose with two minutes to go? And two minutes is such a long time in this big game. <laughs> two two minutes, Ed. Two, two, two minutes is like translated to like two hours, it felt like. 
Man, it's, it's, it's just such a long last game. Wow, they could still lose with two minutes to go. But, you know, fair enough. They open up all the horse world um, with the inevitable to run through. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. Is that oh, that's, that's should, I wanted should, someone should, to snort him, but should we be calling him Mister Inevitable now? Do you think Ed is that his nickname? Well, you know, when you started saying the Louis game, well, man, I was that guy so calm. Even yeah. Purdy was calm and he was winning the game, but oh, they looked just so calm. What they were doing. You know, you know, on camera, yeah, they weren't even playing, they were just off camera, but man, their faces just look, wow. So yeah, but hey, yeah, Mr. Noodle, Ed, that was neat. Yeah. Did you hear, did you hear Zach Butcher t- talking about Merlin, thinking he could, he could he could rough it up with the big boys come April? He, he doesn't think he's out of it. Well, hey, uh, not bad to start with that win he had the other night, and Silver Shield comes second, I was like, oh, he's still there. That's it. That's it. And Ed, I'm just trying. I'm trying my best to find that the TAB is doing a. a oh, here we go. Ed, for a gold coin, could I interest you in the NRL 2024 Quinella Knights Warriors at 151 to one? Oh, yeah, gold coin, not a problem. Because hey, <laughs> I picked the Knights last year. They went pretty far, and you fellas love the Warriors. Oh, yeah. They're all good. That's the Quinella. <laughs> okay, there you go, Ed. Good on you. 151 to 1. I quite like that. You can tip the Quinella in the uh, NRL. Right, there's a lot there. Let's keep it going. I've got nowhere else to be until 10 o'clock. Oh, 800 150 I'm going to go away, come back. If you don't call, I'll get to your text and I'll play some audio. Tim Southey, maybe a bit of Willow Rourke, maybe a bit of Neil Brandt. See what the South Africans are going to offer. But it's your show. The cricket's about to take over. You're about to have cricket all day long. Any questions you've got? Any thoughts you've got on the cricket? Our best eleven. Is Mister Inevitable the right sort of the right sort of nickname for Paddy Mahomes? It just feels like he is one of those guys that will inevitably get you. It's kind of a little bit like in a coach's stakes, and you're all going to roll your eyes if you're not from this part of the world. It's like Razor. He's just inevitable. He's just always breakdancing. Like, you can, whatever you want to do and say, he will be breakdancing. There's just those guys that you know, no matter the outlook of the season, how rough they look during a game, if, if, they, if they've got a chance, they will nail you to the cross. Anyway, it's your show. What do you want to talk about? Give me a call. 0800 150 811. Otherwise, we'll be back after this. Test cricket, even though stuff left us off their coverage guide, um, I'm not offended by that because we'll just, you know, doesn't doesn't change anything. I'm also stoked because, and you can call by the way, 0800 150 811. I'm stoked because my number one fan, Cameron, has text. He always, he's always good to, to get uh, a message from Cameron. He says, get your hand off it, Louis. Razor is an overhyped pork chop who won a watered-down Super Rugby title. This year will be the real test. Bring back Foster. <laughs> what I love doing with texts like this is leaving it to the group. I mean, you know, I am just the vessel here. I am I am but the conduit to which texts come through. I share them with the group. What what does everyone make of this text from Cameron? Get your hand off it, Louie. Raises an overhyped pork chop who won a watered down super rugby title. I think there's that's meant to be plural. 
uh, considering I think he won seven of them. This year will be the real test, and this, that's uh, after he won cat MPC titles and under-20 World Cups. Bring back Foster. Okay, Cameron, we'll, we'll put that to the group and see what they come back with. Paddy. Hey, mate, players like Mahomes are incredibly rare over the course of the last 20 years. I can recall a few. Dan Carter, Greg Inglis, Lewis Hamilton, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Messi. Oh, Shane Van Gisburg on that list. Shane Warne, Nathan Cleary. Paddy, appreciate it. We're talking inevitable. It's funny because Nathan Cleary feels like he's a bit like that, doesn't he, Brian? You watch a, bit, a lot of rugby league. Like He's kind of started to get into that stratosphere of in that final, in that uh, granny against um, the Broncos, you just always knew that Nathan was coming for you, even though he looked a bit because he was banged up, didn't he? Hurt his, he nearly tore his hamstring or something, didn't he? He was, he was, he was banged up, but he just kept coming. Yeah, yeah, he is. He he's got that. Um, he's got that air about him. It's 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 insane because he's like twelve years old as well, you know, and he's got such a long career left ahead of him. Can he maintain it? Can he get better? There's so many questions. I think his father has obviously played a huge part, was an amazing player himself, but he's almost twice the player as Hyphen. It's crazy. And you so you know what? That's another similarity between Patrick Mahomes because you know he the first thing he said was, We're not done. I mean, who thinks like that? You've won the Super Bowl. You won your third Super Bowl and he's like, We're not done. Like we're coming back next year. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, Patrick and Ash Burden, different Patrick says, Hi, Louis. Yes, sad news for Calvin Kipton. Him and Iliad Kipchoge had quite the rivalry. He had seen Kipton's feats last year was one of the reasons I got into running at the tender age of 50. Patrick Mahomes getting into that LeBron category. I think he might be. Yeah, I agree. Where his name was familiar outside their respective sports. Uh, but thanks to the Swifty factor, our 10-year-old daughter was loving the Super Bowl yesterday. Well done, Chiefs. Good on you, Patrick. Uh, Maury says, yes, that's not like a, sh- uh, a goat a barring. That's just Maury saying yes because he is the closest to the pin in our sweepstake, which was 27-24, said Maury, Mahomes MVP. Hi, Louis. Gavin Larson always delivered. Yep, okay. The All Blacks could learn a thing or two about the Super Bowl halftime entertainment. The All Blacks could. I'd like to see the New Zealand band Alien Weaponry playing Kai Tangata to G up the boys. Perhaps Razor break dancing in the back. Well, Razor couldn't be there, A, because Cameron would melt into... Uh, it would be so insufferable that Cameron would melt into uh, a puddle of anger. And also, he's got to be making halftime adjustments, you know. He, he does only save the breakdancing to the end of the year after they win titles, I think. Hey, Louie, picking an overtime yesterday surely deserves a burger. Oh! Now, that is an interesting point, Rick. Now, Rick, the parameters were... Score line winner, the MVP. So I don't know if we can just go changing them, yeah. but depending how many vouchers we get, Brian. Yeah, two things with Rick's pick. Um, yes, he did choose overtime. He did not leave a score, and he said 49ers to win. Oh, I love it though, Rick. I love the brazenness of your uh, demands this morning. Actually, it's not a demand. You just floated it out there. Uh, Louis, the romantic in me says, play wags against his home country as a swan song, which looks like the way it's heading. It, the swan song part. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree, Pete. I think we might... Um, 
I think we might be done with wags at test level. But then you say that, and then we're one injury away. So how do you really know? Does he deserve a send off, Louis? Uh, like a, a really a, like a final match. This is it. This is him done. It's interesting because they um they they typically. I mean, Ross Taylor got one. I think, yeah. Like, Ross Taylor's service to New Zealand cricket is probably greater than Neil Wagner's if you just stacked it up next to each other. I mean, Martin Guptill just kind of got <laughs> forgotten and, and left to drift in the wind. Like, they are, it's interesting who they pick and choose to do a big send-off for. Um, it's good to see Auckland cricket doing a, a Martin Guptill when they did Martin Guptill Oval recent uh, this summer. Um, a send-off, yeah, of course he deserves a send-off. He's been a warrior, an absolute warrior, one of my favourite black caps. You, you struggle to find people to say a bad word about... Um, Wags, absolutely. Hey, Louis, read the Black Caps. If Gary Stead's time as Black Cap coach could be summed up in one word, it would be conservative. He will go with the safest lineup possibly against the Aussies as his default position. We will always be the best of the rest under Gary, but not a real threat, sadly. John. The only issue with that, John, is that we won the World Test Championship under Gary, so we actually were the best of the best. Like, I'm not being smart-ass, like, that's just kind of factually incorrect. But I, I know what your sentiment is. You're you're saying he's too conservative for us to be dominant in world cricket, you know, over and over. Um, and, and also, actually, John, can you text me back or give me a call, 0800 What does that mean as far as what he will play against you? I actually don't know. Does that mean, are you saying his conservative default position will be he'll play Santner or he'll play four seamers? I'd love to know, John. What is that actually... What is would his default position be against the Aussies? It would probably be at the Basin and Hagley. It would probably be playing all of Henry, Southey, Jameson, maybe Willow Rourke, maybe Neil Wagner. Wouldn't it? Hmm. Interesting thought, though, John. Uh, Rick, Rick's come back. Yeah, but how close? Well, yeah, you were very close, weren't you? Uh, Cameron... <laughs> Book. I can't read half these texts actually coming through about Cameron. Uh, Cam's a, Cam is salty, razor raised the man, he's a winner. <laughs> Cameron is either being provocative or he's a blank. Hi, Christina here. I heard on the radio I won the multi-bet on Friday. Christina, you certainly did. Brian will be in touch if he hasn't already to get your uh, TAB account details off you. Good on you, Christina. Uh, T-Roy has come through on 0800 150 G'day, T-Roy. How you going, man? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. How are yourself? Yeah, chipper. What do you make of the uh, the state of the cricket nation? Well, I must say, um, I must agree with the last uh, texter that was talking about Gary Stead being conservative. I couldn't agree more. Um, Stead has always uh, picked very conservative lineups. He's always had quite strange selection decisions, and I think, um, you know, listen to the way Smithy talks about how um, Ravindra should have been in the lineup over in Bangladesh. I, I absolutely agree. He, they took too long to get him in there. And then, of course, you've got um, this whole kerfuffle around Satner. I'm not too sure what everyone's um, issue is with that. I mean, of course, they get the idea that, you know, many grounds in New Zealand, you don't want to play a spinner as such. But he bowled so well the other day. Um, he got great flight, great drift, all of that. And, and he really kind of handled it pretty well. And he came away with six wickets. All mentioned, you know, second, uh, second dig there were kind of later in the piece. But, you know, a wicket's a wicket in test cricket. What I'd say also about Wagner is, mate, he, he's got over 200 test wickets, this guy. Um, yep, he's old, but, uh, geez, this guy has absolutely delivered for us time and again. 
I'd love to see him get a crack in Hamilton. Um, just to, you know, as you say, he may not make it in the Aussies tests, but he, he needs to be given a run, I think, just so that we can see him at least one last time. And I think we deserve it as a cricketing public, and he deserves it being a stalwart of the New Zealand side for, what, 10 years now? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The better part of um, T-Roy. Okay, love it. Love your points around Gary Stead and, and Mitch Santner. It's nice to hear. It's actually quite refreshing to hear somebody positive about him. So, but but just to John's text, uh, what would the conservative Gary Stead method be against Australia? What are we saying? That he'll just play the four seamers. Is that what we think he'll do? I think he will, and I think um, I think he'll be uh, pretty 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 dull with it. And and you know you look at someone like uh, Will Young. I mean, what does this poor guy have to do to get in the side? He's been one of our best batsmen in the last twelve months. Okay, um, hey T Roy, T Roy, can yeah. I t- just because just because I need to get, go away, but you sound like you watch and listen to a lot of cricket, so I'll ask you this. I'll put you on the spot. If if Devin Conway turned in two very low scores in this test against South Africa. Would you entertain plug-and-playing Will Young against Australia? I'd definitely entertain it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, class is permanent. We all get that. But, geez, the guy's been on a pretty lean run for a while. Latham, too, probably got some, some questions to answer. I'm not really too concerned about the top order because, you know, I think Conway will come right. But Will Young really, you know, should have been given, given an opportunity well before Henry Nichols. I don't really understand how that guy had so many options. Of course, he's gone now, and let's just hope it's, we see the back of him now. Um, but, you know, poor old Will Young, he's probably got to be the most unluckiest guy in New Zealand cricket. Yeah, no, nah, I tend to agree, T-Roy. He's just, every time he gets picked, he performs. Great call, mate. Call again. Let's talk some more cricket tomorrow morning. I'll be back same time, same place. Uh, very, very good stuff. John has replied, so has Cameron. We'll get to those texts up after this. You listen, ACNZ. And or India, in India, when we won the Test Championship. Honestly, Kiwis know that was a false dawn. He will roll out four seamers at a stretch, maybe Santner. Besides that, the team will be the same. But, John, why wouldn't the team be the same? Unless, like the last caller, you, you think, and if Devin Conway misses out terribly, say he gets a king pair, please, touching wood, that does not happen, you could plug and play Will Young. Why would we change the team? I know that, well, actually saying that, there are there is the there are the AJS Patel campaigners out there. But, I, look, am I remembering this wrong? I just don't feel like AJS Patel bowled the house down in Bangladesh, which is our most recent sample size of, of, you know, spinning test cricket. So, I don't really have an issue with the team selection because I think that our best players are kind of our best 11-12 kind of stand themselves out anyway, don't they? I take your point, though, around the World Test Championship, and it was the slow overrate that got us there. False dawn is not... I, I don't I don't accept. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter what the parameters are, John. Sport, sport. You still have to win. They won. Those were the rules. Them the rules. Them's, uh, Cameron says, Morning, boys. I could be wrong, but Stead took over the team that from the previous coach. Yeah, Hesson. At the end of the McCullum era, since when have been the best of the rest. Have a great day. Oh, Jesus, hard to... Tough yakker for the Black Caps. I think they've been a wonderful team over the last wee while. I'm really positive about them, but it's because in my childhood I remember misery. And I'm just happy. Yes, I would have liked to have won a World Cup. Unforeseen circumstances. Do I have to say the words boundary count back? Also, as for Southie as captain, that's a terrible thing. Why not Latham who can lean on the older brigade? 
Southie's struggling to hold his position, as I can see it. Well, then I bet you'd say the same thing about Tom Latham. I am starting to wonder if that's maybe just the scenario. Uh, James has left a text here. I think I might have to head to a break, James, but I'm going to come back and get to your text. And Maury said, better get my details in for the vouchers before Rick, the special teams player, makes another move. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff, Maury. Back soon.